Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, Season 1, Episode 1. It is simply called Pilot. It's weird. It's weird that Amazon have pilots, because I'm so used to Netflix just being, you know, titles. Yeah, at least Amazon trained me with it, with that stupid yeah. pilot season. No, this was a part of that, though. This was. And no, it wasn't. This was not only straight to series. This this also got a second season before we even got season one. So yeah, but yeah, but that was just a lot Krasinski down. Probably, yeah. He's a, he's a big shot director now. They had to lock that him in. happened like a month after A Quiet Place. Was it? I can't remember. I can't it, it was remember. pretty close after that. I remember. Yeah, but uh, so normally I'd say spoilers here, full spoilers for the episode, but I won't do that in this case because it's the first episode, so we like to start spoiler-free, so if you want to get some spoiler-free frauds, so you can check it out or whatever, uh, you can do that, and then we'll give you a warning in the middle before we dive into spoilers for the first episode. Uh, so, what what is your experience with Jack Ryan? as a Because pro- there's been five movies. I have never seen any of them. I have seen, uh, I believe, one of them. I saw... Uh, Hunt for Red October, which I think it was the Baldwin. I think it was Alec Baldwin played Jack Ryan, and Sean Connery was a Russian on a submarine, but he sounded like Sean Connery. Yes, because of course yes. he did. I'm f- familiar with the movie. Because Sean Connery and Arnold Schwarzenegger, for whatever reason, they get to keep their accent no matter who they're playing, and no one questions it. It's it's amazing. But it's a, it's a it's a special status in Hollywood, isn't it? It is. It is. It's those two guys can just do that, and no one questions it. I, I guess to an extent, Van Damme as well. But he's not as big. Yeah, and it's it's never been in such a a high profile situation, right? Oh, this is supposed to be an American. Oh, sure, yeah, really seriously. I mean, yeah, the the highest he's went, I think, is probably. Oh, to be fair, in some of his movies, they mention that he is French. They actually call him out as French in some of his movies, which I feel like with Arnie, like you never got. Oh, he's an Austrian. Like that, that almost never happened. That uh, it was Russian in one movie. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) Close. He's closer than Connery. True, true, true. He's much closer than Connery. But hey, so this is the new Jack Ryan show from Amazon. Uh, John Krasinski playing Jack Ryan, the titular Jack Ryan. Um, I will say I'm not a big fan of the title just because I I hate titles where it's just a really normal dull name. Yeah. And that's just all it is. It's as generic a name as it gets, isn't it? And what makes this worse is that it's Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. It's just there's two names. <laughs> well, that's it because Tom Clancy's is supposed to be the selling point, right? Like yeah, if, uh, you, you might not be. have heard of Jack Ryan specifically, but you probably know Tom Clancy's. I because Ubisoft keeps work. shitting out games with his name in it. Yeah, but let's be honest. A lot of people will have heard of Tom Clancy just because of like you know Splinter Cell or something. Yeah. Yeah, but they started shitting out games that he was like the division has nothing to do with Tom Clancy, but it's still Tom Clancy's Does division. Does that have his name on it? Yeah. Christ. <laughs> God, Ubisoft you shills. I know. Uh, they got the rights to use his name. They just thought I'm surprised it's not t- Tom Clancy's Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. But anyway, so we have got this two Jack Ryan shows, eight episodes this first season. They they've been they've been pimping this out forever. Uh, it feels it feels like we've, we've waited such a long time to get to this from when when we I'll, first knew it had been shot and then it was it was. I'll be honest, I was almost sick of this before I'd even seen it, just with how heavily they've been advertising it the past month mm-hmm. or so. Like oh, everywhere I go, it's it's just Jack Ryan. It's actually it's very much the first in the wave of the new Amazon programming. You know how the, you know Bezos made this big deal and. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're going to have all these genre shows and be make, these make big Make an hits. actual effort. Yeah. 
Uh, this this kind of feels like the first wave. It's it's kind of like a crossover that kind of became part of this this wave of like here's some big is, properties. Is this the first one that wasn't part of the the pilot program? It may be, because in that I, I think that would be a pretty clear indicator that this yeah. is the start of the new era. Uh, so obviously it's just slow going. Obviously it's the refing one we're looking forward to more than anything. Uh, Lord of the Rings, thank you very much. No, no, the Refn one. Well, that's further out, so I'll I'll accept Refn for now. <laughs> yes, Lord of the Rings, which I will try the pilot for and tell you you're on your own afterwards. Now, so, so it's funny, I'm joking that I'm not into Lord of the Rings and fantasy. I'm also not traditionally super into spy stuff, right? It kind of depends. Like, I like the Bourne movies, at least, the, well, the first three, uh, anyway. And there's, there's, you know, there's some exceptions here or there. I, I like a more playful spy thing, like Charade, for example. You know, Hitchcock obviously has some spy movies that I like. But I'm not traditionally into spy stuff, right? That said, Hunt for Red October, not a bad movie. Yeah, it was more of a submarine movie than it was, you know, anything else. Like, it wasn't like, yeah. you know, a classic spy movie. Uh, so, yeah, I'm coming into this. But I know the whole point of Jack Ryan is he's not the action hero. He's not Jack Bauer. He, he is the analyst. He is, he is meant to be the year every man caught up in all this shit and to be fair john krasinski works really well as an everyman he's kind of a lovable goofball but not in like a really silly kind of way he's just that right level of handsome enough but not drop dead gorgeous big enough yeah. but not tough looking <laughs> he, he he looks you know big and broad that oh yeah he could probably handle himself if he gets caught up in something mm -hmm. but not like uh he, he's got training yeah, like if you if you're only, I'm not, I'm not talking about looks here. I'm just talking about the the whole package, the the potential for action hero status, the the skills, the masculinity, uh, everything as a whole package. He's a solid seven out of ten, right? That's what he is. Yeah, right. Yeah, He's solid, but he doesn't stand out next to the big boys, <laughs> right? I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and it's funny for parts of this this pilot uh, when he's actually in the CIA headquarters and he's. And he's, you know, he's at his computer and stuff, and he's getting called into the the boss's office. I was like, this is like a really serious version of the office. Everything's so tense. <laughs> Everything's so tense, and he's, you know, he's he's fighting with the boss. That never yeah. happened, with Michael Scott. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, no, I didn't. Um, I, 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 I'll be honest. I kept expecting him to just look at the camera every so often. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trained to expect it. I'm, I'm trained for the. You know the yeah. the the you know just this the... is ridiculous. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm trained yeah. for it. Um, and I realised the audio people didn't get my face there, but you, you, they got it. They got it. They've so, seen the office. They know what we mean. So you've got that, and then of course it leads to this 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 big bad potential terrorist uh, named Suleiman uh, or Suleiman, if I'm saying that right. Um, and we get some backstory. We actually open the, the the pilot with like a flashback to these two kids. Um, you know when the, you know when there's a bombing. Uh, what, 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 what was it? I forget the Lebanon. Lebanon. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and clearly, when it came up saying, you know, 1980, whatever, I was like, okay, right, so these are going to be the bad guys when they grow up, right? Yeah. Obvious, right? That's the, that's the clear setup. And I'm like, okay, okay. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff in this episode, and I presume the whole show where it's subtitled. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that there's not bullshit reasons for them to be speaking English all the time. I'm like, okay, no, speaking the original language, that's good. It did feel a little strained a couple of points where... They, they, were, they were speaking in uh, whatever language it was. They were they, selective was... with the subtitles. I noticed this as well. There, there was that, and then, but then there was also a point where it was like, hey, I'm, I'm not too good in Arabic. And it was like, well, I mean, English is fine, conveniently. Yeah, but at least, like, 
I don't mind it if there's a character there who would rather speak in English, right? But some of these, some stories like this are so guilty of like foreigners speaking in English no matter what, just because it's convenient for us as the audience. Yeah, they definitely never do that outright. Yeah. Uh, I did notice, though, that there was definitely times where they'd, like, there would just be certain sentences that weren't subtitled. It's like, no, that's not an important line. You don't need that line. Just the important ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just contextual, which at, at points is nice. It, it kind of leaves you caught up with, with the, the non the, the characters that don't speak that language. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of, you know, left figuring it out with them. Uh, other points, it's just a little frustrating because you just want to know what they're saying, and you kind of, you're giving me enough here. You might as well give me the rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got John Krasinski. Um, you also have Wendell Pierce. Um, uh, he plays James Greer, or I, although I will be calling him Bunk for the duration of this show. I just hope everyone accepts that. Okay. Go and ask me. Just ask me. Go on. Just, just ask me. Ask me the question. No, no, I'm not asking you. Just, just get it out of your system. <laughs> Watch the wire, you filthy casual. So, he's there. He's the boss man, uh, the superior to Jack Ryan. And uh, he's very much bunk, swearing a lot, looking very... I love how he looks the exact same in everything I've seen him in, because he's always like a cop and an authority figure, so he's always got the same sort of suit on, like no matter what. He he looks the same. It's it's scary. He's he's, he's basically not aged a day since the wire, which, you know, at this point, finished like... A while ago. Yeah, like... I want to say that was like two thousand like two to two thousand eight, something like that. So I mean, yeah, it's been a while. Been a, been a good decade. Been a good decade, yeah. Uh, dude's aging gracefully, I suppose, is what I'm saying. Um, and we got Abby Cornish in there as the potential love interest. There's not a lot of her in this first episode. Though. There's just the first meeting, which, by the way, like her hearing your job title, and then you. And this was in the trailer, to be fair as well. But her hearing the job title and being like, oh yeah, I know it's boring. And then immediately a helicopter comes to get you because something really important's happening and you're needed for that mission. You look such a badass. That, that, that is the greatest first impression you could have on someone. Yes. It's it's genuinely amusing in the timing in the episode. It's funny, which, yeah. Which that's helps. really funny. Because he doesn't, he doesn't know that they're for him, which is, makes it even funnier. Yes, Cause, exactly. Because he's just watching with the crowd going, oh, there's a helicopter in the Coast Guard. What's happening? Yeah. So it is genuinely funny because that feels like the sort of cliche moment that could be, you know, just eh, whatever. But no, it is it is funny, and like you say, it's like, well, that makes you seem good, doesn't it? Yeah, and then he turns around and tries to get her number as he's been carted <laughs> off with the... <laughs> uh, And of course, it's also the daughter of a guy he used to work with who wanted stock tips. Is North Korea going to screw me over on these stock deals? And then, like, just kind of insults someone. He's like, I don't know, but it doesn't work like that. I don't work in the North Korean department, all right? I don't do stock. I monitor funds moving around. That's my job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shady and and this is a guy practices. he used to know, because he, he used to be Wall Street with this guy. Which, yeah, it makes sense why he, this is what he monitors, because he knows he knows the market and the system. Numbers, yes. Yeah. He knows the system, makes sense. We also see that he used to be in the Navy, for the looks of it. Yeah. Um. So, you know, he's got a bit of a history uh, in that sense, but uh, he's an analyst. Uh, we see he's got scarring on his back and stuff. Uh, but, of course, he's convinced that he's, 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 he's almost discovered this new terrorist who could be the next Bin Laden. That's his whole thing. Through the, through the money. He's followed the money, right? Uh, Always he's like, works. Uh, he's convinced of this, this big bad. He's, he's heard the name mentioned here or there, like, through Intel, and they almost speak of him as if he's a, as a boogeyman, right? And Bunk is just like, no, that's all you've got? What? No. Uh, but he's convinced, and he ends up getting into a bit of trouble, sort of, like, side you know sidestepping him a little bit. 
and ultimately of course it turns out to be somewhat true there's something going on and that kind of sets up the plot of the the whole series right is this big yeah. bad who's one of these two kids who's grown up um in the episode so i suppose I'll, now's a perfect time to ask you while we're still on spoiler free uh did you enjoy episode one of jack ryan i did yeah I've, uh... sorry well... amazon's tom clancy's jack ryan Oh god, this is going to be another one of those things where you make the title longer every time we do a review, isn't it? I can't really make it any longer than that, let's be honest. Well, you didn't have Amazons in it this time. Oh, true, I could go back and add that, but that's about it. Um, yeah, but you'd get creative. Mm -hmm. okay. But uh, No, I did. Uh, a couple of little problems. Um, some structural nitpicks that I'd have. It's a very much an episode of two halves. The first half is, here's all your introductions, and then the second half is, okay, here's the plot. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some really horrible introduction exposition mm -hmm. there's a point where you know that all, all of these characters in the office are sat in uh, the boardroom you know new bosses here it's like right go around and introduce yourselves and tell me who you all are like really that's <laughs> how we're doing this you're literally just going to have them just tell tell us their names i'm like to, to his credit it cuts away after the one after jack ryan and we do have like three before that we do but there's at least two other notable characters that we get a good sense of who aren't part of the stand up and explain yourself routine. So to so to the show's credit, the one who's clearly got a crush on him, you know, I got that she had a crush on him, and then later on we get a bit more of her when she when he's talking to her. It kind of manipulates her into you know going above the boss's head because it's not technically her boss because she's in treasury, as he puts it. Um, so she sends off the order to freeze the bank accounts. And then, kind of, what seemed to be the not the boss, but the almost like the the assistant manager, if you will, of the group. There's that, that woman who keeps looking at him like, "No, don't do it, Jack. Don't. I've told you, stop doing yeah. this." Yeah. As if there's like someone who's kind of like, you know the the leader of the the pack, but not the actual boss. If that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Who knows the structure of this? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, but yeah. I thought that was a little irritating just to have them just introduce themselves like that like three or three or four in a row I'm like okay here's I the thing it. though i feel like the two that introduced themselves were the ones that were the least important they were it's almost like they predicted this complaint and said no no we'll make them be the non-important characters so that all the real characters don't get the the, the clunky exposition <laughs> no it's fair it just it, so, it felt just annoying anyway um I will. I'll defend this slightly. I, I, I mean, I get why you can you can play that, but this I'll defend this slightly just because there's a bit of suspense because it's like two people before it gets to Jack, and I think that the the point is is that because they already have this altercation outside before they know they're working for each other, right? Where they he almost runs into him in the bike because some other asshole you know made him swear. Opens the door on him. Yeah. Yeah. And. You're sort of waiting for him to get to him. You're like, does he recognize him? Does he know it's him? Because, you know, he was on his bike. I think he was wearing a, was he wearing a helmet. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe Jack Ryan's too much of a badass to wear a helmet when he's riding the bike. But he's like, oh, your turn, Lance Armstrong. It's like, oh, he does recognize him. He knows exactly who he is. Yeah. And he kind of fumbles. And I, I think it's meant to be... That it's almost, like, to go back to the office comparisons, I think this is meant to be the awkward tension until it gets to him. I think that's yeah, the point of it. Yeah, I wasn't it. really feeling it, though. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just I'm defending. I think that's what the intent of having two people go first is. That, that no, that is fair. Um, I I will also say the the flashback at the start of the episode. Mm -hmm. CG, bit rough. Bit rough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also structurally, I don't like it in this episode. I like everything that's in that piece individually. Like okay, it, all all the content itself. The two I kids think is... watching their, their home town. Yeah, yeah. Being, all all the know, content. Bomb to hell. Excellent. 
I don't think that's what you start the show on. I think, especially given some of the the reveals later in the episode, I think that ruins them. Okay, you think it made it really obvious what it was going to do later on yeah. because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think no, I that should have been at the end of the episode or, you know, episode two. I can. I mean, we actually get a second half of the flashback at the end, so you're thinking just the whole thing should be at the, yeah. the end. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I can see it. Actually, I could see it being in the middle of the, the, the final scenes, if that makes sense. There's, there's a specific moment I can think of. This is where you just cut to that in the middle of the scene. I think I know what you're on about. And then cut back to, you know, the action. Yeah. Right? I, I think you could do that, but... yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. But that, that, that's the the bulk of my criticisms. I think mostly it's pretty fun. Um, some witty, snappy dialogue in there. Uh, some good action in the 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 back end of the episode. Yeah, the action's pretty. I mean, obviously, I mentioned that the opening CG was a little bit rough because it was like a whole you know town being bombed. So obviously, it's yeah. just all CG. Uh, the rest of it did not feel cheap though. The rest of it felt you know pretty slick. It feels like there's a budget in there. Yeah, um, I I like Krasinski and I like Pierce. I like those two have a good chemistry, which is weird to say because they obviously don't like each other, but that's still chemistry. There's still no, chemistry it is. They, there. They play off each other well, and I I think they're going to carry the show quite nicely. Yeah, the little we get of Abby Cornish also seems fine. Um, Not much uh, to judge on, to be fair. Yeah, but I, you know, chemistry then seems to be seems to be there. It's the minute she's no Pam. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it seems to be there. Um, no, I, I, I'm fairly optimistic going forward. I think uh, I was worried about a couple of things. I think what we're going to get, though, is like, I mean, I, I mentioned Jack Bauer earlier. I, I feel like there's going to be like a weird mix of what Jack Ryan is supposed to be from the books. Not that I've read any of them, just from what I've heard. And then, like, 24. I think we're going to get something in the middle of those two things. Uh, mm. Because it's going to want to have the action and it's going to want to have. Cause, no, cause that's fair. I feel like that, that I mean, the final shootout and all that stuff it felt more 24 there than it did anything else it did it did um at least he feels quite separate from that stuff at this point what oh, i'm worried about is the end of the season he where turns into an action hero by the end of the season because he's forced into is it, it. is it going to feel too quick uh it depends what they do we have no yeah. idea at this no, point no exactly. it's just it just you know but i think only eight episodes there's yeah. not that much time to get to that. You know, they're going to want at least one full episode of that, I imagine. My my biggest complaint, honestly, with this first episode is kind of what I was hitting that earlier, is that I do feel this weird split down the middle where the first half is, here's your introductions. And the introductions, for the most part, are pretty good. It's just that yeah. because it just feels like a series of introductions, it feels a, it feels quite slow in the first. Because this episode's a bit longer. Uh, the rest of them are all about 45 minutes, give or take. Uh, this one's like a over five minutes uh, long, so sixty five minutes, and I did feel it a little bit because I think that first half feels so seg, seg- uh, segmented versus the the, the other half. Could have uh, been trimmed down a bit when the when the plot kicks in. But it's this weird thing though, where, where we always say that pilots often shove too much into like the the, the runtime, and we'd like it for them to have longer episodes. I think the problem here is not that it's sixty five minutes; it's more just the structure of the sixty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, I think the the first part could have been trimmed down a bit so that it's not that it needs to be faster. And, you know, we need to get to the action quicker. It's just it feels like it takes a long time for the show to get started. Like you're kind of just waiting yeah. for it to get going at a certain point. I, I think just honestly I think for me it's just a case of just just doing a little drafting the script and just maybe shuffling a few things around to give it a, back, a bit of back and forth as opposed to just first half all the introductions second half all yeah. this stuff uh, the action in the second half is pretty good though as we, as we said we'll get into that a bit more in the spoilers obviously but uh, the action is pretty good um, 
and I really like the stuff involving Jack specifically I quite enjoyed yeah it's, it's very much him using his skills that aren't just you know okay he's, he's not huge on just okay I've got here's a gun let me be an action hero right yeah yeah um but also just this idea that there was a, a, a vulnerability to him because he's kind of in this situation and everyone else you know all these soldiers and stuff you know can do what they can do and he's like you know in a shirt and <laughs> he's like hiding in a room like just yeah. that kind of element to it and i'm like okay this is a little bit interesting uh it's interesting that he's our main character that he's he's not the you know i, I think most action stories uh bunk would be our main character and he'd be the the the, the tag along character who's there yeah. to be protected and i think it's something you're saying he is actually a very interesting character as well we get a lot of his backstory contextually he was in a significantly higher position that he was uh, that he is now oh you mean bunk yes yeah 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 and you know something happened he made a wrong decision and he had to take a break and he's kind of been demoted but not officially demoted yeah he's just gotten divorced as well um yeah that's the thing that's the setup that because uh, even even everyone in the new place that he's working now because he just got you know, this is his first day on the job here and everyone in the office is like yeah whatever he did something to piss someone off he made a mistake and he's on his last legs this is this is him being demoted they all know that yeah there's a point where someone phones him and start and he's like oh they recognize each other's mm. voice and, and they're like hey I, I guess they put me through to the wrong extension i was trying to call this place and they're like no that's that's me now Ah, <laughs> uh, just sounds miserable just sounds yeah. miserable I, I mean i'm sure uh jack and Greer will bond by the end of the season he'll grow to trust them and grow to trust his hunches because they'll, they'll pan out and all yeah. these things um yeah it's just a question of how exciting it's going to be episode to episode uh but the, you know the back half of this was did get quite good so did yeah and and that's not to say the first half was bad either it just it, it felt jarring no because the character interaction at least between those two is pretty good so yeah definitely you know uh so i think i think there we'll say spoilers full spoilers now for this point on for episode one of jack ryan so yeah, so we have these two friends slash brothers. I wasn't—I never actually quite caught if they were brothers or just friends. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Because uh, obviously, uh, Suleiman is the is the you know, the boogeyman one who's, who's yeah. running all this, and then Ali seems to be his friend uh, from the flashback. And they do the twist here, of course, where okay, they they're watching the bank that that Ryan's. You know, well, he he just wanted to freeze the accounts. It's actually Bunk who said, no, 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 no also put on surveillance actually let's try and catch them in the act right let's make this more useful in case he's right let's do that because he doesn't even want to like send it up the chain but once it's you know over his head he's like no well let's at least make a proper effort out of yeah. this and and ryan's uh, you know reason to not just do this is he wants to be proactive he doesn't want it to be too late he doesn't yeah. want them to use this money and, and commit, you know, a horrible uh, crime. Yeah, like, okay, we could have stopped that. Yeah, because he brings up in lines, like, hey, 20 years ago, do you not think they'd have, they'd have dreamed of getting this, like, hint early? And then the other thing he points out is that that only cost about half a million dollars to do 9-11, whereas they've, they've been transferring up to $9 million. So yep. what, what could they do with that money? Uh, so... Sets up the threat quite nicely. It does, yeah. It raises, you know, it's the stakes. It's like, okay, quite clear... Something it's, serious. It's, it's really smart by saying, you know, comparing it to a real world event of going, no, okay, you all know what this is contextually. You know yeah. what what we're comparing against, so you understand how big a threat this is. We're telling you. 
Yeah, and it, I think it's interesting that we're at a point there where this doesn't feel too sleazy to do that. Because, you know, I remember like five years after 9-11 feeling a bit weird that they were making movies about it and it was like, this feels too soon. Um, I think now it just feels natural in the sense that I imagine... It's, yeah, just, it's the same with, like, you know, in, in, this, way. In, in the 60s making movies about World War Two, Like, you know... Yeah. By that point, it felt a lot more normal, I think. Um, that's not to say there wasn't movies about World War Two by the end of the 40s. I'm sure there was. But probably movies about World War Two while it was still going on, no doubt. Almost certainly. But yeah. um, I, I was just saying, like, it's like, okay, now it just feels like a part of history. Um, even though it's history, you know, most of us can remember, unless you're under a certain age, we can all remember it. Yeah. Uh, but I just, you know, like, I didn't wince at the, the reference to it in this one, where I was like, oh yeah, I, I guess we're past that point now. I, I think, I think it's part of the the just the premise, right? Okay, we're yeah. in modern day in the CIA dealing with Middle Eastern terrorism. You kind of have to mention it, otherwise yeah. it's this glaring omission. Yeah, otherwise you're in an alternate reality where that never happened. Yeah, if they're not. Oh, making... that said, if they'd set it when all the books were written, that'd be kind of fun. If they were doing like a, a period piece out of this. It would. That's just a different show altogether, then. Uh, right? It could be fun. Uh, so yeah. So the big thing is, is that they, they 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 catch these two guys who are you know when they're away from this bank and they're meeting this other contact and they grab them. Uh, the operatives in the you know local in Yemen and you know bunks like hey picks up in the helicopter like, hey we're going to Yemen you need to be there because you're the one who knows what questions to ask. He's like I'm not going. To, I'm an analyst. <laughs> I'm not going. Get on the plane. He's like get on get the, on the plane, plane right now. Yeah. So he gets dragged off to Yemen, which you know wouldn't please anyone, I don't think. And he's taken to you know, the, the the military base there, and they've got these guys in cu- you know custody, and they're questioning the one guy uh, with the with the bigger beard, and they they think he's the the main dude, right? But of course, the big twist is it's the other one that Jack, because Jack Ryan doesn't you know want to talk to this guy. He gets really sort of sick of being in the room with them, interrogating him. So he comes out for air, and he ends up going to talk to the other guy on his own. And brings him some food and some water. You know, very, very. Because yeah. there's even a line earlier on where Bunk says, "Oh, leave, leave your Boy Scout mentality at the door," because he, he looks like he feels guilty about all these people being interrogated and you know, yeah, you know, treated poorly. Uh, even though he's in obviously a situation where he knows why they're doing it, but yeah, but he's never had to. You know, he he he's obviously very aware of this. He works for the CIA. Oh, of course, but yeah. he's never been confronted with the reality of it. But he so he, he tries a different tactic. He tries one of his own tactics with the, with the other guy, and of course the big twist here is that he turns out to be Suleiman. And as soon as there's these rebels who come up at the door, yeah. uh, I don't even rebels is the right word. It probably isn't. But they come up to the door and they've got like these dead bodies and they sell them to the Americans. And it's like, hey, these are people on your wanted list. You know, pay us for them. And I'm like, okay, this feels like the start of a plan. I don't know what the plan is exactly yet, but my what my my thinking was is that it was a bomb inside one of the bodies. That's what I thought the mm. the result of this was going to be. Turned out one of them went full Hannibal Lecter and had like a. I mean, I'm sure it was like makeup. I mean, it may not have been. Maybe they just cut off a guy's face. But you know, he pulled off the face once they put him in the, the freezer, and he's in he's in the inside, and that turns out to be Ali, the the second of the two boys from the flashback. And then of course they they come and you know start shooting the place up as a distraction, and there's a big gunfight. And Jack Ryan's hiding in the cell with, or the interrogation room with with Solomon. Um, but we know that's probably where the guy in the inside's going. That's where he's going yeah. to get him out. He's the guy. He's the he's the high profile target that they want to they want to rescue. And this and what I like about this is obviously I think you put two and two together. He's probably the main bad guy. But I like that even if he is or he isn't, this effort that they're doing to get him tells you 
he's a big deal. They're going through this gigantic ordeal just to get yeah. this one guy back. He's important. No, it's true. And uh, but I do think it tells you a little bit too early that this is the guy from the, the flashback. Specifically, um, one problem why why I wouldn't have had the flashback where it was mm. is because that told us it was Lebanon. And then later on, yeah, as a scar, he, he actually addresses, but he addresses his name. You know, he says, "Oh, you know," he gives him a name, and he goes, "Oh, you know, that's that's Lebanese that name." And as soon as he says that, it's like as soon as that's uh, really early in the conversation yeah. when when, they, when he's brought in the food, I'm like, "Okay, that's the guy then." Like, yeah, it just because it's the only other reference to Lebanon we've had. Yeah, I, I think the way you maybe argue that it doesn't spoil it is that both him and the other guy are the two boys and it's the other one's the main guy maybe not yeah. that i thought that but i'm just you know devil's, yeah. devil's advocate sure I, I i don't know it just it feels a little bit sloppy to me um that's fair uh i think the moment he comes in the room is you know the the, the guy in the inside ali when he comes in the yeah. room i think that's the moment you cut to the flashback and do the whole flashback and then cut back to you know yeah. this, this no, is I why agree. he's coming for him right you just do it then uh, but the fight, because uh, Jack hides behind the door, and uh, you know the guy, oh, hey, he's behind the door. Watch out for him. And he and Jack gets into like a sort of fight. He kicks the gun away, and it's you know it's a, it's a struggle. It's a proper like hand to hand struggle with you know holds and stuff. And at one point, the guy's got a knife, and he kind of tries to block that. He gets it's a little slashed. bit of a slash against his stomach. Yeah, he gets slashed, but you know uh, Solomon's trying to like, grab the gun with his foot because he's chained to the desk still, and you know it's a whole thing. And eventually, Jack saves his own life by grabbing a grenade off the dead soldier there's, there's a guard that uh you know that ali killed on the way in which is by the way it's very violent they're just they're just gunning people down which yes. you'd expect but it's there it, it doesn't shy away from it yeah i mean it's also obviously we mentioned it's full of swearing it's, it's an r-rated show it just is right? oh absolutely That's yeah. what uh but he just he grabs a grenade and pulls a pin out he's like hey you shoot me all three of us die right here right now and it's like they've got, they've got the pin in the other hand and he's there and my favorite part of this First of all, because it feels like, okay, he, he's good enough in, like, a fight situation. that He knows what to do. He's not completely, like, he can, hopeless he, at he it. He can hold his own a bit of a, what, what was essentially a bit of a bar fight, right? Yeah. Um, but what my favourite part of the whole thing is that once they do leave, because they obviously they don't want to die, is he, his hand shaking as he's putting the pin back in the grenade. He's I like terrified. that. terrified, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Uh, then we get the rest of the flashback, and he comes back out and bonk sees him, and they're just kind of staring off into the oh god that's the villain dun 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 and that's kind of the end of your episode um but yeah so i no i mean the, the final show was good um it was. and it kind of set up i mean it's a very simple episode in that that sense where it sets up clearly who this the, the only thing we've not spoken about actually is another main character uh hanin uh a woman and i presume yemen or maybe a, a neighboring place but uh, I, I, I was uh, thinking maybe Lebanon. Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, and she's a wife of someone important. Potentially, or other uh, characters that, here. I, I, I was assuming Suleiman. I, I would, uh, yeah, it's, it's a likely possibility, but they never actually reveal it. So Because he's not there when they go when these other people go to see her, so I assume maybe we'll get the reveal next episode when he comes home. And like, yeah. hi honey, home. I expect that scene to play out exactly like that. But she's noticing all these men that work for him building very dangerous-looking bombs um, and so on uh, in her house or next to her house, and she's bringing them tea and stuff. So it seems like she's going to be uh, an important kind of maybe maybe more of a moral character 
and, and I the think seat of the fence. That's why I'm expecting her to be Suleiman's wife, it, yeah. and it'll be okay. How do they play off each other? Also, it's worth mentioning the actor who plays uh, Suleiman has a very similar name <laughs> to Suleiman. It's, 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 it just looks. This, it's actually I, I would pronounce it the same. It just it just spelt slightly differently. Suleiman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. It's, it's just a, missing an e. It's just missing the e, yeah. But it's just basically the same name. I, uh, I think it maybe it'd be Sol instead of Sul. Yeah. Although amusingly, his first name is Ali, which is what the other character's name is. Uh, yes. So that's that's amusing. But yeah, so she's got obviously going to play a part. Uh, in in the show. Um, now it's, it's I see potential here. It's, it's not necessarily the, the type of story that I gravitate towards, but if it's slick enough and the action's good enough and it's tense enough. Um, I can get into it, but the big thing for me is that I like Krasinski and Pierce enough in these roles. Those two can carry it for at least a few episodes, if yeah. nothing else improves. Yeah, so I like them. That was that was easily my favorite scenes of the episode were when they were on screen doing stuff. Yeah. I will say, uh, random observation is that sometimes John Krasinski, depending on how he's shot, like there was a scene where he's lying in the bed and he's like he's, he can't sleep at like four a.m. I actually didn't realize it was him at first because it just looked so different. Dang. Yeah, he just—it was like a low-angle shot looking up at his chin, and I just—I thought it was oh, a couple of random dude. That reminds me of the camera shots I hated. Oh hated god, the passion! I hope we get no more of them. Here we go. It was when he was rowing at the start, and we had the camera as if it was on the the oars. So it was go you know, as he was rowing and pushing his arms out and then back in. The camera was doing that up and down into his face. I thought it was horrible. I feel like you'll get it once in the middle when he goes rolling to try and you know get you know recenter himself, and you'll get it once in the finale at the end when he's back to home and he's yeah. It, it again. feels like you know that sort of camera that when when someone jumps on a bike and you have to you know, follow them right behind the shoulder. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was trying to emulate that sort of feeling, but I just thought it was horrible <laughs> to watch. It was just like no, 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 no. Uh, what what are you doing here? That then immediately bother me, but um. That's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, but yeah. So no, uh, that that is episode one of Jack Ryan. Um, but yeah, pretty good. Promising. Yeah, we'll, we'll be covering more uh, episode two. Uh, we should be getting to that. We should be recording it at least sometime on Sunday night. So that is the plan. Uh, but we'll try and hit it up. Uh, probably every other day, give or take. Maybe maybe every day, depending on the schedule. Just kind of depends. Uh, but we'll try and get through it uh, over the next two weeks. And that is what we're going to do. So uh, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. Get some bonuses. Feel warm and fuzzy for, for helping us out. Uh, but you can do that but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching TV guys have you got any vanilla